sports fans, and thank you for listening to State of My Sports, where we talk about State of Michigan sports and State of Michigan beer. If you aren't following us on social media yet, please do so by searching State of MI Sports. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast along with our YouTube channel so you do not miss an episode. For even more content, check out our website, stateofmisports.com. Before we get into the episode, we want to give a shout out to our sponsors. The Hobbs Brewing Company and Cafe is the official brewery of State of My Sports. Sicilianos Market helps us pick out the best Michigan beers for each and every episode. Also, Caleb from Mac Web Design helped us get our website created. So check out all of our sponsors and let them know that we sent you. Alrighty, episode 93. A little bit of a late start today for good reasons, but I don't know if we'll get into that or not. I don't know if I call them. I don't know if I call them. Yeah, I, not, I mean, it wasn't a good thing. Not pretty, pretty, pretty bad reason. Yeah, I guess just don't forget. Just forget that I said good reasons. Right. Bad don't, reasons. don't forget, but it forget. seems hurtful. <laughs> Talk right. to you next week, if not sooner. Also, <laughs> corporate Sam up, is cutting our mics. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, episode 93, what we're going to do is we're going to re- put a little nice bow on the NFL football season. Super Bowl was on Sunday. We're going to talk a little bit about that. I know it's not Michigan sports, but it's worth talking about. We're going to talk. We're going to catch up on the Pistons. We're going to catch up on the Red Wings. I mean, that's basically what we're going to what we're going to do here today. Uh, we're obviously going to make our what well, actually we're not going to make our betting hero picks of the week. What we're going to do is we're going to wrap it up. We we were going to wrap up the. Uh, the season we have a, an official winner, which will be exciting to name. I'm very, very excited to name the official winner. Oh, okay. I don't know if you guys right. are as are This is as the first excited. time we've ever announced an official winner, by the way. Other than uh, King Kyle, I don't know. King Kyle had his name for for a long time. Yeah, Ryan, we've done you, a lot of these. You won something too, though. So Several, I, yeah. I got to give that to you as well. So um, we're gonna do that. We're obviously we're gonna grade some Michigan beers, and we're also gonna have fun with Vegas odds. Is that that's what we're gonna do? During the instead of our pick segment, so okay, so we'll be right. ready for that. It'll be a good time. But I'm Sam Waltart, obviously with me today. We got Ryan Waltart and Kyle Fossey. Micah is working, right? Isn't that how we do? He's we working. Do the opposite. Right now. Yeah, yeah, he's working. So right. he wasn't able to show. He's right. not in Miami. <laughs> no. <laughs> There's no way he's in Miami right now. No, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> working. Yeah, they have bridges there. Yeah, they, they, could, I mean, I'm sure they do. They have yeah. like the longest bridge out there. Don't isn't it like the five mile bridge? Not in Miami, but like in oh down in by Florida, the keys, right? Yeah, yeah, that's true. That would be. Do they? Oh yeah, yeah. Key West, right? yeah. I think is there right. five miles or something? No idea. I have no idea how long that is, but I've seen <laughs> no people ride their bikes across, and it looks terrible. Yeah, that sounds. Yeah, <laughs> so it, it just looks not, dangerous. Not smart at all. I should probably get the sheets in front of me here while while I figure it out. But anyways, you guys have a good good weekend, good week. Anything exciting happen? So cold. It was very cold. It very was cold. brutal. A lot of snow. Uh, yeah, we Did got a f- like it started snowing Thursday afternoon by me, and it wasn't done until yesterday. Something. Yeah. Did you see my snow fort out there? It was very. Every week I come, it keeps getting bigger. It looks yeah. outstanding. Yeah. yeah, the kids don't like it though. Do you have like a <laughs> little too big? Too big? I don't know. They, every time, like they're like, "Hey, let's build a snow fort," and I build a snow fort, and they spend zero <laughs> minutes in that snow fort. Do you have like a little like brick maker? Or like I a did, little... but I actually used a flou- flou- uh, <laughs> flower pot for, oh, did for you? those big ones. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. Uh, yeah, it was uh, yeah, just an old flower pot that I found in the garage that I it, used to It snowed that. so much that I even had to get the snowblower out and actually Do clear, the clear yeah. my driveway multiple times. Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, we didn't do it much last last year. I think it was maybe one or two times. Yeah, hardly this at all. year. I, I think I'm at three or four now. I think I'm at four. We're four making times. up for some bad winter here. It's been yeah, a bad stretch. It took a while for it to get here, but it is here, and hopefully, it's gone here very soon. That, oh, that would be really nice, right? Amen. Amen to yeah. that. Um, but anyways, I, I did want to talk a little bit about the Super Bowl. Um, but actually, before we do that, I I, I think we're we're at a point in sports that we have a lot of things that we could be sick of. Right, I feel like at least uh, there's a lot of the country or a lot of our, our listeners that are sick of Tom Brady winning Super Bowls. <laughs> I think there's a lot of people that are sick of LeBron James and, and all of his dynasties and stuff. So I, I was curious of, I'm sick of which one is the our, yeah. which one are we the most sick of? I, I wanted to ask our, our Facebook viewers um, which one they're most sick of out of uh, the Dodgers dominating the NL. How many consecutive years? It seems like they're always in there. They're always right for the there, NL yeah. right now. They finally won a World Series, which is good. Uh, the Brady dynasty, the LeBron dynasty, or the Alabama dynasty. I feel like those are the kind of the four that could kind of stick in the craw for, for a lot of things. There's really not anything so much in, in NHL right now. I wanted to go with Penguins, but it's been a while since they've won it, so can't really do that. But, right. Um, hopefully people throw some comments in there, and then we'll, we'll give ours maybe later at the end. Maybe read some comments too. If you we always do that to me. I'm about to answer your question, but it's not meant to be answered. Do you want to answer it now? We can no, answer. No, it. I don't need to. Yeah. No, I, I guess let's talk about it now, and then we'll just lead it into the Super Bowl. Which one are you most sick of, Ryan? I'm, I'm most sick of the LeBron, LeBron. thing. Yeah. yeah, not only because of who he is, because that, that that plays a big part of in this, but uh, I think more than that, it's just made the NBA so. F- I don't know. I I don't really like where the NBA is. I like I like where a lot of the NBA is, but I don't like how people take so much of the regular season off and then they just play whenever they decide to play i agree yeah and it's made i don't know it seems like it's made it like a prima donna league yeah like it, it yeah you have super teams you have that, that that's exactly it i i'm i'm just sick of people teaming up to like buddy buddy and in the nba it's so easy you just get three buddies together and now you're you're yeah. a super team you have 25 non-contenders exactly and maybe the number's higher. Yeah, I, I'm actually not sick of the Tom Brady one. I'm sorry, but I just think it's so cool that I don't you know, know how he does it. Yeah, that he's 43 years old. He wins the Super Bowl without Bill Belichick. So the whole time it was like that was the big question: Is it Brady or Belichick? Brady Belichick, and and this just answered the question. The bigger part of the question in my mind: Brady was the X factor for this team. They had Jameis Winston who threw. For five thousand yards, thirty touchdowns. Yeah, he had thirty interceptions, but you know this, a, a talented thrower of the ball, but made so many dumb mistakes. All you needed was a leader who took care of the football and and knew how to motivate his team and keep his team in games. Again, I mean, we talked about it in the middle of the year. The Buccaneers at times this season looked like the worst team in football. Yeah, they like, looked really bad. There was actually a second in my life that I thought the Lions had a chance against them. And seriously. Then the game started, but it was like, you know what I mean? The going into that week it was like they're Well, I think they were held to like great. 3 points the game before that yeah, leading up it was to something it. So crazy like that. they had their moments, but but in the end that team knew that Tom Brady was it, the moment was not too big for him. Mm-hmm. You know, they knew that they could rely on him if they needed and I know we'll get into it a little bit later, but did he uh, deserve the MVP? Absolutely, because he had three touchdown passes in the first half and got them to where they needed to be so they could close it in the second. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. And, I mean, to kind of go back to the who we're most sick of, I, I am not sick of the of the Brady thing. I'm not sick. I was more getting sick of the, the Patriot thing. And I think the fact that he was able to move like kind of makes me be like – Yeah, good story. I, I, yeah, I'm like, okay, I want, I want Brady to win again. I'm okay with Patriots never winning again. 
I, I was a kind of a, on on that wagon, but um, I would agree with our, our listener Jarrett so far. Like he he was like the the SEC thing with with uh, Alabama. That's the one that I'm most sick of personally. That'd be I, that'd be my number two, but that would be yeah, number two. Yeah. Which one did you say was your number one? Sorry, LeBron. LeBron. Yeah. Yeah, I but think I'm, the, I'm kind of with Ryan. Like the state of the NBA right now is what kind of makes me a little crazy about that. No, I yeah, I completely agree. But let, let's talk a little bit more about the Super Bowl, Ryan. You kind of, I mean, you were you were talking a little bit about it. I mean, what did you think? What, what were your res- initial thoughts of of the game? Do you have anything that stuck out to you? I, I just think, um, you know, what what really stuck out to me is everybody wants to build like a young core, and they talk about, uh, you know, not wasting money in free agency or overpaying vets. I think what the Buccaneers showed is how valuable professional football players can be. Yeah. Like you look at Indomitian Sue and, and was he worth the draft pick and, and, and like, yeah, they are. But just because they're over 30 years old does not mean they don't make an impact anymore. Just because oh, you true. don't have that young uh, core doesn't mean that you're washed up and you don't know how to play because in the end it's a one-on-one league it's a it's a one-on-one or if you're double teamed or whatever but guys like Indomitian Sue were so valuable for the Buccaneers because in every single position on that defense they had pros mm-hmm. they didn't have weaknesses where you could just target certain people they had pros everywhere and I I think the middle age for football terms it, I think that, that age timeline is so underappreciated and undervalued in the NFL no, I, I agree. What, one thing that really stuck out to me was was the linebacker play for for the Buccaneers. So good, yeah. It was so, so good. good. And I don't want to underestimate what what Brady did because he had three touchdowns in the first half, which is amazing. And he just didn't need to get any more touchdowns um, in the, in the in the second half. So it was kind of that. But like everybody's saying, the defense led them. To, they did. I mean, the defense was incredible. You you hold the the Chiefs to zero touchdowns, you should highlight the defense. But it wasn't one player. Exactly. It, yeah. And that, that's where the, I think it kind of got a little. I'm with you. Like, there there was times of those linebackers where somebody looked, op- they were open, and they <laughs> just, just closed, closed got a hand on it, got a, it, yeah. The, and, the linebacker play was amazing. And, of course, me, as a Lions fan, I, I see these linebackers, and I'm like, Micah Parsons, Micah Parsons, mm-hmm. Micah Parsons, Micah Parsons. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It just made me, like, I, I, I think I took Micah Parsons in our, in our mock draft 1.0 last week. Um, I think you both of you guys actually did you take Michael Parsons, Kyle? I took. So Parsons, we took yeah. Parsons. You took Waddle though, right? I did. Yeah. So seeing how the Buccaneers won that that championship, does that change your kind of feelings on I, on that or no? I I talked about it last week. I don't. I'm not against Parsons. I actually would love for them to go get a playmaker like that dynamic. Um, I don't know. There, I I think there's a bunch of reasons I guess why it's so close. But yeah, Parsons would be one of those guys that could eventually turn into a special player yeah, yeah. really quick yeah jpp yeah he was amazing i'm telling you th- he's what 33 34 years old or something you know he's been doing this for a long time yeah. those are the kind of players that i'm older than that <laughs> <laughs> and he's like old so the old yeah <laughs> <laughs> no I, I just saw those guys all over the field they were everywhere. Yeah, and mixed, everywhere. Mixed with they the Winfield were so juniors. all over the field yeah yeah and yeah. who are just really good i don't know is he the one who's missing part of his hand JPP? JPP, yeah. yeah he's one In a get, firework accident? Yeah, firework yeah, accident. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always think of that every time I hear his name. Uh, but no, I I agree. And, and you know what's funny is I think JPP was, was talked about for going to the Lions at one point, if I remember correctly. And it's like, man, you just the, the, what he was doing on the field, it was unbelievable. And I think even what Sue was doing, you didn't notice him a whole lot. I, I remember a couple times that he was running down 
um, Mahomes or at least part of the play. But what he does and what all of these guys, they're like you said, Ryan, they're professionals. And they were doing their job, whether they stand out or not. I mean, it was it was really that that defense was was awesome. See, do you think that someone on the defense deserved to win the MVP, or is it kind of they they just did it as such a unit? Yeah, you got to give it to the Bra- to Brady, I mean, the quarterback, three touchdowns. I mean, that's Shaq, not a bad. Shaq, uh, Shaq Barrett, right? Shaq he was Barrett. really good too. Is that the but right name? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think no. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I mean, he he killed it. Defensive end, you know, he was all yeah. over Mahomes the, the whole time, and he made some huge, huge plays in the game. But no, I don't think so. I think as a collective, they did their job as well as they could have done it against yeah. that team, the Chiefs. Are you kidding me? Like, the numbers that they were going through in the Super Bowl with Mahomes never being down, never losing by more than 10 points yeah. in his career, right? And then basically every single record against him throughout that game was the, the the deficit, you know, yeah. the, the max deficit. Yeah. You it has the, no team has shut him down like that. Like it just it just doesn't really happen. The last time he didn't throw a touchdown in a game, do you remember when that was? Lions. Lions. Yep, I do remember. When that. we lost like what thirty eight oh, to thirty two or something like that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> they scored thirty eight points without a passing <laughs> touchdown for him. <laughs> so he ran for seven. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, don't, well, don't check the math. Yeah, yeah. there was the fumble, ninety nine yard fumble recovery for a touchdown. Oh yeah. <laughs> Not that I remember. No, I, I again. I think I think Brady just earned it, being the consistency on that team. They could yeah. rely on him no matter what. And some of those throws, I'm telling you, I mean, it was it was awesome. Yeah, you know when Gronk slipped down the middle and his throw was just like if it would have been behind him, it would have turned him around. Yeah, it would have been too far in front of him. It would have brought him to the linebacker. That throw to to Gronk, like that was just basically under his right yeah. armpit. I don't even know if he I, knew I it was know. coming. <laughs> Like, like he literally oh, threw it into his oh, body. He, oh, he knew. Well, I mean, like it would it wouldn't have mattered if he knew or not. It hit him right where it needed to <laughs> yeah, hit him. That like, throw it, it, was yeah. incredible. And it reminded I, me of that commercial that the Brady Gronk Kirk commercial where he's talking about like if you have a bad network, this is what it sounds like. That commercial was amazing. That was Hilarious. a great commercial, and that, that just reminded so, me so of that good. play. It's like he didn't even really know, but it's like, oops, I'm <laughs> yeah. running with the ball. <laughs> it was so good. Oh, that, I have a football now. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Like, it was just it was just a pretty game. Yeah, all around for the Bucks. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And it it was it was it, it was a boring football game, unless you were wanted the Patriots and Brady to win. I feel like, or unless you liked watching like well, perfection <laughs> in play calling. Did you mean to say Patriots? I no, I've I've said that so many. Did I say Patriots? You said Patriots. You just did. Yeah. That's so hard. Patriots. I, I, I hear all the time too. I listen. Obviously, I was in sports talk all day. You do? Everybody says Patriots <laughs> you? instead of the Buccaneers, and it's, it sucks. But this is how it goes. But. Yeah, I mean it was it was a a beautiful game. Um, I do want to talk a little bit about commercials. I mean, I don't remember one commercial that was just like funny. This was the first time like I there was nothing good. Did like, we just talk I about the like spotty? They, I feel that like was leading up all, to it though. Yeah, that, yeah. that wasn't actually a fo- uh, right. uh, Super Bowl commercial. But like, a lot of serious commercials. Yeah, a lot of serious. Yeah. A lot of political. Political. I see you guys. Don't like, bring politics into yeah. football. Exactly. Yeah, Even though, right. yeah, I mean, they kind of already have. They did that to themselves, and I just feel like that's what sucks about the the Super Bowl right now. Is I mean, even the the halftime show, it, I'm I can't sit and watch that and not think of what they're actually doing. Like I don't want to get into it too deep, but I hate watching that. Like the I, messages, I, the, the messages. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It, it absolutely sucks. And then the commercials, they're all politically driven. They're all, it, it's just disgusting, and I hate it. It's like go back to where it's just. Go back to three Go back frogs. To making this lab. Yeah, three yeah, frogs talking about Budweiser. Each yeah. individual sound that sounds <laughs> right. like Budweiser. Bud yeah. Exactly. Weiser. Those were hilarious. And 
I mean, remember, remember the, when that guy was like, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, let's bring that back. That was awesome. And I, I don't know. I, I don't want to get too, too high, but it's just like, there was nothing good. I, I think the, the best thing about the, the Super Bowl commercials is I wasn't grossed out by a Doritos commercial. <laughs> like usually those just gross me out. Like people licking other people's fingers just absolutely gross me out. But I feel yeah. like the 3D one was, was decent with Matthew McConaughey. That was kind of funny. Right, I don't know if you yeah. guys remember that one or I not. Saw the, but yeah. I thought that one was good. And I kind of like the Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher one. Do you guys remember that one? Like the, yeah. It wasn't oh. me. Yes. That yeah. was, that was pretty like the, good, yeah. I feel like the concept behind that one was actually good, but they just didn't they can't execute sing. it. They didn't execute it well enough. Yeah. Like It was a little disappointing, but uh, I don't know. Was there anything else worth, worth talking about for the Super Bowl, or should we just get right into our... Beer Let's move on, right? Let's All get right. to mock drafts and everything else. That <laughs> it is time to introduce our Michigan beers for this episode, but before we do, I want to remind everyone of our partner, Sisley Arnold's Market. They are simply the best beer store in West Michigan, located on Lake Michigan Drive, right between Grand Valley State University's main campus and downtown Grand Rapids. Wherever you live in West Michigan, it is worth the short drive for what they have to offer. Whether you know what you want or need some help from their expert staff, Sisley Arnold's Market is the best place for that. They not only have a massive and up-to-date inventory of the best craft beers from across our great nation, they are individually priced so you can mix and match to build your own six-pack. They obviously have a great selection of craft beer. They also have specialty wines, spirits, ciders, coffee, tea, tobacco, and cigars. Siciliano's Market also has the largest selection of homebrew and winemaking supplies in West Michigan. We love that Siciliano's Market is part of the State of My Sports family, and it is who we visit to help us choose our Michigan beers for each and every episode. So please check them out and let them know that we sent you. All right, Kyle, you ready to use your beer? I am. What you I got I got here first, so I got first pick here. Yeah, you did. Uh, and I went with Big Lake, Lake King, an American IPA. Big Lake, uh, Hol- Holland, right? Yeah. Yep. Holland, Michigan? Holland. Uh, there's not a whole lot on here. 7% ABV, 60 IBUs, West Coast style IPA. So I thought that was interesting that it said West Coast style. I don't really know what that means because the front says American IPA. <laughs> Or but American style, right? Right. So it American says, style. but it's a West Coast style. I hate how the country's so divided, East and West. You know, <laughs> right. right? Yes. Just stuck with American IPA, right? Like. Come on, just make it America, okay? Um, At least they're not like New England. That's true. Just yeah. One one location. Uh, Lake King. So obviously they got they have a king salmon on there. Um, yeah. So they're playing off the the fishing route. Nice. Yeah. For sure. I am drinking, all right, so from Upper Hand uh, Brewery, so, uh, shoot, I, I have some information about them, but I, I don't have Yeah, I've distracted, I've distracted. I have distracted. I have distracted. I'm going to go. The reason, the reason, the reason yeah. uh, we start, got started can, late. Oh, I can show? Yeah, and we're all right distracted. Yeah. This one. Nobody can, can see it? that. No, no they can't see. Can't. Anyways, my son, my son ran into a wall today, and- uh, <laughs> Right in the corner and split his head open really well. Really at a, it must have been a high rate of speed. The kid can I, move. He's a fast I, kid. He's, he's fast, fast and he kid. was falling. Yeah. He was falling uh, hard. Yeah. So I, he's got some staples in his head. He's got some. Uh, I don't, do they do I don't, stitches? I think they well did stitches staples, too. They probably both. did some on the inside. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. Those like dissolving yeah. ones or whatever. This poor kid. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Just the last thing he needed. Yeah, for Anyways, sure. Anyways, you can, you can go ahead with your beer. Yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> That's hand. why we can't focus. Oh, yeah. it is. Uh, oh, my gosh. I I had information. I just I lost it all. He um, just but, bought but anyways, you the time you needed to find that. Oh, oh, yeah. That Sorry, was I, I was right. listening. I, I missed that. <laughs> Maybe you should just introduce yours so I can catch up. Yeah, sure. From uh, <laughs> Roke Brewing Company, that is Royal Oak Brewing Company, uh, 
oh man, this is gonna be tough for me to say. This is a sour. It's Centani. Cent- yeah, it's his own. Centani, yeah. No. Uh, Italian ice kettle sour ale, and um, really cool color too. I don't know if you can see it in the in the camera, but it, it's almost like a watermelon type color. I would say, yeah, with maybe a little bit more of an amber glow to it. This is a. Oh man, I'm sounding like Sam right now. It's a 5.0 percenter, 10 IBUs, so really not a whole lot of ale flavor to it because because again, it's a sour. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. So like I like I <laughs> Very started. Cool. I, I don't Very cool. Know anything. Didn't listen to a word you said, all. and I didn't make much progress either. He didn't even figure it out. Like what? <laughs> all right, I am drinking from Upper Hand Brewery. It is obviously in the uh, <laughs> in the Upper Peninsula. I, I want to say it's. Uh, Ypsilanti. Nice. I, I'm probably <laughs> way off on that. Um, but anyways, I'm sorry. I, I'm really struggling right now. Ypsilanti. Uh, but anyways, Ypsilanti. Th- basically, they're, they're a division of, of Bell's Brewery, which is, is pretty dang cool. We all know um, Bell's Brewery. I'll give you a little more information about the brewery um, during our beer grades. But anyways, I'm drinking their uh, Tropical Piney IPA. Piney. Um, it's, this fits exactly what I like because I love gin. And it kind of has that that gin taste to it with the pining pininess sure. of it. Pininess. Pininess. Um, but it's seven percent alcohol by volume, and um, again, I'll, I'll give you a little more information during our beer grades. The time is finally here. We have breaking news. DraftKings is live in Michigan with mobile sports betting. Yes, that DraftKings. DraftKings has finished crossing their T's, dotting their I's, meaning you can place a bet right now from anywhere in Michigan. For a limited time, the DraftKings Sportsbook app is offering all players a chance to double their money if the Pistons hit a three. Yeah, you heard that right. All it takes for you to double your money is opting into the promotion and placing your wager, then sit back and watch the threes rain. This isn't some offshore operation like other gambling sites. DraftKings is a legitimate sportsbook right here in the U.S., so you can be confident that your funds are secure. With the DraftKings Sportsbook app, you can bet from wherever, whenever. You don't even need to leave your house. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code MIBETS when you sign up. For a limited time, all users can double their money if the Pistons hit a three-pointer. That's right, DraftKings Sportsbook is doubling your money if the Pistons hit just one three-pointer. Don't forget, enter code MIBETS only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, Call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 800-270-7117. You must be 21 or older to gamble in the state of Michigan. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for full terms and conditions. Subject to regulatory licensing requirements. I think we got to play, play some catch-up. Obviously, we've been consumed by football. I mean, playoffs and, and all that stuff. The trade, the Stafford trade, which... I was told myself we wouldn't bring up today, um, but we got to catch up on, on a couple of teams that are, have been in action and things aren't going so well. So I want to start with with the Pistons. Um, currently, they have a five and eight overall record. Is that right? Eight, five and eight. It's got to be eighteen. Eighteen. Five and eighteen. I can look it's it up a, real quick. It's a t- typo. It's definitely not I mean, five and eight. Usually, I do not. <laughs> have that is so much better than what they are. That would be a really good record, right? <laughs> Way into um, the season, only played thirteen uh, games. They are last in the NBA, which is right where they want to be. Um, one thing that I thought was interesting over over the twenty three games, yeah. So they're five and um, eighteen. Eighteen. Uh, they, I think they played tonight, right? Yeah, they actually beat the Nets. Oh, they scored so, one hundred twenty two so points. Six, six and eighteen. Um, but anyways, uh, Grant the has, has led no the kidding. team in yeah. scoring. Not bad. Nineteen of the first twenty three games. I thought that was 
pretty crazy stat. I don't know if any other team really has that unless you have like a true superstar. And I feel like that's what Grant looks like on this roster. I think right? I think Jeremy Grant's turning into a true superstar. It, you really think he's that good? I, I really do. People that um, – I think this was the whole point. He knew how good he was, and he wanted to go to a place to show the league what he could do and, and not box him into just being a 3 and D guy. Yeah. His, his shooting percentages speak for themselves. You know, mm-hmm. 85% free throw line, 47 48% from the, from the field, and 40% from threes. With yeah. that kind of a volume, that's insane. That's that's really really good. Yeah. So he he does he's lead, leading the team with twenty four points per game, and and obviously there's a couple other players that are obviously Pumley's leading with eight point seven rebounds per game. It's garbage. Um, but it's it's not good to see. I, I, hate, I guess. Hate the way he shoots. I, oh my gosh, <laughs> it's so flat. Is it that I, bad? I, I, uh, it's like a line drive. He throws it up on his head like he's balancing it for four <laughs> yes, seconds. He does. And then he pulls the trigger with like. The line drive, yeah, it's, it's just awful. I think the ball's on its way up as it's going to the to the rim. It's a weird deal. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. It like defies physics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So I mean, last time we checked, I like, do that the, just the complete opposite. Right. Yeah. Last time we checked in with the Pistons, though, it was it was ugly, and there was not a whole lot to be excited about. Along with, I mean, other than the fact that they, it's a rebuild team. Keep losing. Like that, that's where we're at. That's that's a good thing. But I think one one thing that's exciting is obviously they beat the Nets today, which is cool. They lost to the Lakers in in double overtime, uh, and, and they beat few, them a few days ago, and yep. they beat them the the week prior. Which so seventy six ers are same, they actually same thing? beating like yeah. pr- they're beating pretty good teams the way that they're doing? It. Is that long? Like why is that? Why are they beating good teams and losing to to bad teams? Is it what the other teams putting on the court? Or is there more to it? No, no, no. There's more to it. This is a scrappy team. They are in the process right now of building an identity. They're not good enough to to win games on a regular basis. We've talked about that, but they are. They are. They have a lot of heart. They don't give up. If they're down 22 points, they just keep playing. Jeremy Grant keeps playing just as hard, and he's and if he's the leader on the team, then everybody else follows suit. Not only that, this is a collection of castoffs. This reminds me of a lot of the team leading up to the 4 season. Yeah, like it, this is this is you know Chauncey Billups. Nobody really wanted him. He wasn't a true point guard. Uh, you could say the same thing about Josh Jackson on this team, who's who's probably the second best player. You could say the same thing about an undervalued Jeremy Grant. You could say the same thing about uh, uh, their their draft pick. Um, who, who's their draft pick? Fifteenth, sixteenth overall. Isaiah Stewart. Yeah. Yep. Everybody said we reached and got him too much, and now he's looking at that, saying, "Oh, you really think so? Because I think I'm better than all these guys." And was the ne- number two ranked player coming out of high school. Yeah. And all he did in college was put up big time stats. So this is this is everybody on this team has something to prove, and that's why they play the way they do. They play really hard. They're scrappy. They're they're learning who they are, and and this is the most competitive five and eighteen team that I've ever seen that they they don't have games where they get blown out very often and when teams are done playing the Pistons right now they actually are are, they usually win but they're happy that they're not playing them anymore yeah yeah it's it is a pretty fun group to watch and there's a lot more good than bad in the team and especially when you're when you think of where the Pistons are at with the rebuild it's there's a lot of a lot of hope if they keep some of you know a lot of this core around so is that what you kind of hang your hat on to be optimistic about about what we're seeing right now absolutely yeah they do not have a, a point guard 
the the, the point guard play has been awful. We'll get into the next the next part. About the yeah, point exactly. Guard here soon, <laughs> yeah, uh, you know they drafted Killian Hayes to be to to take on that role, and he's been missing a ton of time this year. And he did not look good when he when he was in there. Yeah. Um. But you know, with with him being out, it just it means that we're we have no depth there. And then obviously the trade, uh, we have less depth. So if you if you really think about like the play of our big men has been really good, and Isaiah Stewart's been a huge surprise. The play of our Power forwards has been really, really good. Small forwards, really good. Um, if, if we just address the guard issue, which in the draft, there are a bunch of really good guards at the top. That's true. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think there's there's a reason to be optimistic for maybe two years down the road. Yep. All right. So I, I obviously this team does not have the talent to win day in and day out. I think that that's, that is safe to say, right? Yes. But I'm also curious, so why, why we're competing against these really good teams – and and we're struggling against the the not so good teams. I mean, and 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 I go right to coaching, and and we'll get into this a little bit more when we talk about the Red Wings and my question about the way that they're being coached and all of that. But is Dwayne Casey actually a long term solution here? Like, do you like the way that like what you're seeing, or is it more like all right, you get why Toronto couldn't win under him, legitimately? Yeah, I don't I don't buy that Toronto could not win with him because he got to a conference championship like three or four times in a yeah. row. So I think I that think was basketball. More yeah, and then they didn't have, you know, he was the Kawhi one who Leonard, developed yeah. Pascal Siakam. And Kawhi you know? Leonard was really the the missing. Piece. He was the missing link. Yeah, yeah, he's Kawhi Leonard. I mean, he, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I and then and then once you learn how to win, then you know how to win. So then the next year, you know, the Raptors were a lot better, even though he wasn't there. But uh, I I don't I don't hate Dwayne Casey as a coach. What I don't like is I don't like the minutes that he gives some of these really young guys. You know, we, we have been without a point guard the whole year, and yet Saban Lee, our second-round draft pick, who's a point guard who shows a decent amount of promise, at the very least a ton of athleticism and potential, he does not give him the minutes that I feel like he needs to have. Give him the shot. Like, coach him up. Tell him to calm down a little bit. When he wants to be explosive, be explosive. He should be learning from the Derrick Rose types, you know, yeah. in that regard. Yeah. Uh, 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 Sekou Boya. Yeah, I feel like it drives me crazy how little he here. plays. Yeah, is it like is there a reason why he's not playing, or is it more or less the fact? I, and I, I know you brought up the Blake Griffin's kind of in the way, and I feel like that might be kind of handcuffing Dwayne Casey because Griffin is still, you know, the guy that people watch on TV. I'm not saying buy tickets to go watch because he can't do that right he's now. He's the name. He's but the big he's, name. He's the name, yeah. and he's getting paid a lot to be yeah. the name. And you're still also trying to maybe salvage something for him at a deadline, at yeah. Either this year or next year. Um, you want value too, yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So I, Seku is stuck behind Blake Griffin, and and he's also in the phase of his career, being 19, 20 years old. He's in the phase of coaches thinking they have to the <laughs> to mess with their head, you know, to like okay. get them in the position. Yeah. No, yeah. And I think coaches overthink that a lot, and it, like. For different types of personalities, you need to encourage them, not just psych them out and, yeah. and play games with their head. That's where I think Seku, and this is obviously just, you know, I'm just watching him on TV. Yeah. But just based on his body language, I see, like, if you were to encourage him, he's that type of guy that would then start to learn how to play basketball. Not by discouraging him and, and sitting on the bench. I think he's just getting deflated from that, and it, it's tough to, to watch. But as far as, you know, the defense that, that Dwayne K- Casey requires on his teams other than Blake Griffin yeah he's gotten a lot of out of his guys this year yeah do you think he's developing well 
I mean, because I, I look at Oseku and, and Hayes, who looked bad, obviously, very short amount of time. But it's like those are the two big ones, right? Yeah. Um, I, th- I think if that, you look at the other guys. Developing. Well, I think if you look at the other guys, you, you look at Josh Jackson, who has not been able to find a place anywhere. Last year he was in the G League. You know, and he and he's every single year since he got drafted been worse with the Suns than them. And then he comes to Detroit and he's flourishing. He's got a role. He knows what he's doing. He, he looks great out there. He looks like a fourth overall pick four years ago. Yeah. And, and that's where this team is starting to go. You know, Jeremy Grant, Josh Jackson, long, athletic, uh, guys with a chip on their shoulder and are finding a home in, in Detroit because there aren't the, these big name divas around them. Yeah. I think it's I I think it's there's an opportunity with this team again. If you're going to rebuild, I, they're doing it the you, right way. You got to take it apart. I mean, you know what I mean to a certain extent. So if you're at the yeah. bottom, you better be rebuilding. Yeah, I'm um, still worried I, I, that they're going to win too much. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's hard. to It's say fun that. to watch. I mean, I mean the they they today, have games that are very fun to watch at this point. And I know we I think we kind of said the opposite of that a while ago, but like yeah, last time we talked um, about it, it was like yeah, they weren't. As there have as been hoped. some real close games with some really good teams. It, yeah. It, yeah, yeah, I, I think it'll be interesting. And, and obviously, I look at a rebuilding team, and I, I look at all right, who who's available to be traded. Uh, there was a big trade this weekend. Um, Derek Rose, he was traded to the Knicks uh, for Dennis Smith Jr. in a second round pick. Uh, which will be Charlotte's pick, and it's kind of kind of land in the same spot as whether it was Charlotte's or or the Knicks. But I, I it, from an outsider's perspective, I look at this trade and it screams JD Martinez to me. When you trade him way too early, and the return is not that great, to be like, okay, I get why you traded him so early. Like, I I don't understand NBA nearly as much as the other leagues and stuff, but like this one just. It makes no sense to me, other than the fact that he's healthy. Trade him before he's hurt. Yeah, you know, you know what this Derek, is. Derek you know what this Rose. is, though. We, so we signed Josh Jackson to this team. Yeah, he's he has a ton of potential, and we're, he's kind of turning it around. Dennis Smith Jr. is an exact replica of Josh, Josh Jackson. He looked like a future star in the NBA his rookie year. Then, then they drafted Luca, and, and he loses his his spot and his star starts to drop so then he goes to the Knicks and and there's just there's a lot wrong with his game he, he's yeah. a selfish player he doesn't really work very hard he obviously is a bad attitude because nobody even gives him minutes at this point but he has a chance to be surrounded by a bunch of guys who says oh yeah I've, I've been in your shoes yeah you know you, he's 23 years old with a with athletic I think he's a dunk contest winner he's got he jumps out of the gym uh he's got a ton of of athleticism and bounce to yeah. his game he's got the ability to finish he's got all kinds of ability but he's been done with the ball he takes terrible shots he's been a bad teammate uh doesn't want to work on defense but again <laughs> done but with i'm the really ball. excited about this trade now <laughs> no, 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 I'm, just saying, I'm just saying it's another opportunity for a guy yeah. who's been passed over in this league to find a new identity so is it is it Start fair over. to say like you're hoping that he he comes under a jeremy grant and he's like look i was in your shoes and look where i'm at now yes i got it I was over quote unquote overpaid, but here I am proving it. Yeah. This is your chance to prove it. Exactly. He looks around and he says, I belong here. Yeah. Because all you guys are exactly the same as me. And then he can go to the Chauncey Billups and Rip Hamiltons of the world, you know, that stick around in Detroit and, and they say, Hey, guess what? You you might have found a home. Yeah. Because as long as you work your butt off and you do things according to the way your teammates are doing it now, you're gonna you're gonna stick around on this team. Yeah, do you think he makes the Pistons better? Probably not today, 
but let's immediately, say, let's yes. say let's say a week and a half from now when he starts finding himself or or understands all right where he is, like in, he inside does. Detroit. Do you think that he's an upgrade from Derrick Rose? Probably not talent wise, but maybe like and maybe not long term wise either. Like I guess I'm looking at this season as like he's probably worth a couple wins that Derrick Rose probably wouldn't have brought because he would have been. Load management sitting out because he's hurt or some that's, sore. Type that's thing. the that's the difference. Is he a better player than than Derrick Rose right now? No, absolutely not. Derrick Rose is actually way underrated. Yeah, and, and the league knows that. A little there so, would have been. Sorry, but yeah, go, go ahead. And yeah, I, I, I mean, Derek, question. But but the problem with Derrick Rose is again, it's load management. You never know when his knees are gonna are gonna give up, and if as soon as he comes into his own, like in the Eastern Conference playoffs for the Knicks, if they get there, is Derrick Rose gonna be around still? Who who knows? Probably not. It's like a Blake Griffin. You you cannot count on a guy like that long term. Yeah. Um. But when Derrick Rose is playing, he's super fun to watch. He can score anytime he wants. He's still the most one of the most athletic guys in the league when when he decides to have that first step. Okay. So so why now? Like why are we taking the dicks? Or, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Excuse me. I always got a drop for that. Yeah. Um, he might, why he are might we taking this. a Knicks deal right now when I, I feel like <laughs> <laughs> he's coming back? Oh gosh, what, like I feel like the the Knicks, <laughs> they're not much better than the Pistons, right? So why are we trading Derrick Rose to the Knicks when we probably could have traded him to to a contender that could actually get value for him? He's got no value, but. I don't know. I, I I guess I would disagree with that. Like I feel like coming off the bench, there there's sh- there should be a contender that would be like we would love a guy like that to come so, off the bench and spare our star point guard type thing here and there. Or, or am I looking at it completely wrong? I I think I think you're looking at it wrong because not only what, what would you rather have a first round pick from one of those guys. Kind of, yeah. Okay, so now you're talking about a first-round pick that might be 28th to 30th overall. I would rather than a, a second-round pick that's 45th overall. It, it'll be most likely be 39th to 40th, yeah. But but that's 10 picks different, and then you're also taking a shot on a guy who is, again, 23 years old with all the athleticism in the world so and you th- maybe you just think, needs a fresh start. you think the Dennis Smith Jr. is actually the, the better piece in this? I, I do. I think it's a better piece than, yeah, selling him to the Lakers and getting a, a late first-rounder. Okay. I, but I also don't think the market's there for that. I, I think you had to— The market's not there for that. Derrick Rose would have been sold last year if he was healthy at yeah. the end of the trade. Yep market so uh, you know his stock was there right now i think you have to pull the trigger on the available suitors at this point and and you know in the season for him yeah he's healthy take advantage of it all right so you have two more expiring contracts that i think my brain says maybe trade trade piece wayne ellington Sfee, mckay luke are either of those guys gonna are either of those guys going to bring anything at the deadline or are, are we done basically with trades uh, I think Svi would definitely, there would be teams that want three-point shooting. This is one of the best shooters in the NBA. He, and and he's, he's not a bad player. Again, this is one of the guys that drives me crazy why he doesn't play more. It's okay. like he gets on he gets on uh, Dwayne Casey's bad side, and then he just doesn't see the floor. And then he comes in, in the fourth quarter, he scores 17 points and saves the game for him, which has happened more <laughs> than one time, yeah. where he doesn't put... He doesn't get any minutes in the first half, comes in and wins the game from the second half, and then he doesn't play for three games. Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. So it, it's frustrating. There would be a market for him. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Do you agree with that, Kyle? Like, yeah, I mean, so out of those two, especially. Shoot, like the sh- yeah. Just the shooting in general is probably the, the piece that people would like. Wayne Ellington is leading the NBA in three-point shooting right now, percentage-wise. Or, or he might be like a close second or third or something to, to Seth Curry. But this he I mean, he's a legit scorer this year. Uh, but but teams also know who he is. He's not going to go to a contending team and get the minutes that he has with the Pistons. And if he does, he's going to stand in the corner and hit big shots. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So so the rest of the year, where, do, where what's the vision of the organization? Just lose. Yeah. Please. Right. Please. Yeah. <laughs> Find a way to lose, but get better, but lose. Develop. Yeah. Develop, yeah. develop, but lose. Yeah. Or just win the lottery because I mean, losing doesn't necessarily do a whole lot for. So here, here's the thing: trade. in this game against the Nets today, uh, Isaiah Stewart hit his first three pointer. I think it might be his first three pointer that he ever took. So guys like that will be getting more comfortable in the league. They're feeling like they belong now. You know, guys go up for dunks on him, and he he blocks him almost every. He, He's going to be a good player in this league for a long time, and he's starting to realize that. Yeah. And so that's what we see from here on. What does Dennis Smith Jr. look like? How does he fit with with these other you know guys that are turning into the best players on the Pistons? Does Jeremy Grant, does he keep it up for the full year? Is Josh Jackson going to be a starter for the, the, the rest of the year and keep his averages you know, close to 17, 18 points a game? I, it's all about it's all about playing as well as you can, but still lose enough to get a, a top four to five pick. Because if you stay in the top four to five, going into next year, you're going to get a really a, solid. Guy you're going to get team. a superstar. Yeah. Anyways, I do want to talk a little bit about the Red Wings. Another another bad team, but it's kind of what we want want to happen here. Um, it's kind of who we are in Michigan right, right now. Right. I didn't want to go through some of the some of the leaders. Uh, Tyler Bertuzzi is leading the team in goals with five, who who's been out for a while now. Uh, Philip Hronik is leading the team with assists with six, and Dylan Larkin leading the team with nine points total. Um, they, I mean, they 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 did uh, win on Sunday. They win tonight? No, they lost two to one. Ah, that was close. But, I mean, that was their one, two, three, four, five, six, eight game losing streak. They just they broke, and now now they just lost again. Uh, so they're right back on a nice little losing streak. But um, they it, look good tonight. They did look pretty good. It, it was. It was or a no? Little, I thought we watched a little bit. There was like there was times we were both saying like it looks like they're on a power play. Yeah, they're holding it in. I feel like, and that's kind of the the what the Red Wings are is they the, their top line can look really good at times, and then they just they don't generate enough to really be successful. And I think that's the biggest problem. And, I, and if you look at, I mean, two goals per game is is not nearly enough. Their goals against uh, per game at at three point three eight is actually pretty solid for for this this type of team um but i mean 27th in goals for 28th in goals against i guess isn't that great uh 29th with a 10 percent power play you're not going to win with that 27th in pk as well at 71.8 percent uh and 29th in shots per game uh it's just it's it's not going well and and for me uh I, I look at uh, – I'm going to do it. I'm going to say coaching is a massive, massive issue with this. I've been a big Jeff Blaschel guy um, in just giving him his, his, a fair shot because I know that this team is absolutely garbage. But I'm not seeing the development that you want to see from, from this type of team. You have young guys. You have guys that are getting into their second contracts that should be legitimate NHL players, and we're not seeing it. I don't know if that's drafting uh, that, that we're seeing here when – you have a, a Larkin who's supposed to be your best player who was a, I want to say, 20, 19 or 23 overall pick, somewhere in there. So it's not like he was a high-end draft pick, but I don't know. It's just you're not seeing it a whole lot. And I think 
it, it's probably not fair to point the finger at them, but you're at a point that enough's enough, and you kind of have to to cut ties with them. And and I don't think with Blashill, yeah, and, yeah, and just wow. the coaching staff in general. I I I feel like you've held on to them longer than you probably should have, um, for right for for good reasons. I, I think I don't know. It, it's so hard. It really is, and I'm kind of I mean, scattered say, in here. But. Yeah, I would say you want to keep your players while you know you're going to be bad. I mean, it's like the Ron, Ron Gardenhire situation. Like, why get rid of him when you're the worst team? Because you know you're the worst team. You have the yeah. worst players. Yep. You're the worst talent. You have, Or you have young guys coming up that just aren't ready yeah, yet. Yeah, I feel like he's just kind of waiting. Like, he's not going to be the coach. He's, he's going to we, – we, we're going to have to bring in the next uh, A.J. Hench, basically. you got to have to bring in a good coach, a good proven coach, Good there you go, Jared, yeah. or Kyle's not happy about this, but, um, but anyway, I mean, it's won a World he's Series. He's not right? going. To, he's not the next guy. Like, you're going to bring someone in when this team's ready to win, because you just can't let this guy linger any any longer than than he already has. You got to go. Yeah. Yep. It's Red Wings. It's talk, Red Wings talk. Talking Red Wings. He, he's got to get going. So, yeah, I got to go. Do you want to give a beer grade here, real quick? Uh, yeah, seven two. <laughs> Seven two. Seven two for Ryan. He's got to get going. I'm gonna take my beer with me too. <laughs> nope, not part of the deal. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I appreciate the uh, yeah the the offer to to have me kind of mid time, even though you guys hadn't started yet. I thought I was coming mid episode, but see you guys. We, we thought so too. We just <laughs> he was really excited to wait for you. Yeah. yeah All right. I Anyways, I I think the, the I'm gonna go go through a little bit more of the Red Wings talk. Biggest disappointment for me is is Anthony Mantha. He signed a five point seven uh. Salary, or it's five point seven annual. Man, <laughs> are you just leaving just because you don't want to talk Red Wings? <laughs> His daughter was legit at the camera. Is <laughs> oh was she? Oh yeah, oh, I miss that. Um, basically, I mean, so Anthony Mantha he signed a five point seven uh, annual salary, basically uh, contract through twenty twenty four, and only has four goals, three assists, and a minus eight. On his plus-minus ratio, I, he has—he he was even a healthy scratch on on Sunday when when the Red Wings ended their their uh, eight-game losing streak. Um, he's known to be a streaky player, but his, his compete level is unacceptable. And I think Blashill's challenging him, which I like that side of Blashill is is he will challenge the young guys to to be better. Um, but it's really disappointing to see an unmotivated Mantha in, in this in this scenario. You know? Yeah. Just doesn't look into it sometimes. He does, yeah. I, I, oh, yeah. Yeah. It, he he looks out of it, and and honestly, I thought it would be the opposite for a guy like him. I you like you the, like Mantha. I love Mantha. Yeah. I, I really think he could be a good NHL player, but he needs a, a good supporting cast to to make him better than he actually is. Sure. Um, which is most goal scorers mentality. Um, but I mean, with him, it's like, ah, man, it, it's it's so frustrating because it is. I yeah. I thought a young guy like that going into his next year, a full year off of hockey with with all the COVID, he didn't play since. I think it was February or March, um, and you going into you know early January. That's a long time for a hockey player not to play. I yeah. thought he was going to be motivated. I thought he was going to be ready. It, it, it's been the Any exact rust? opposite for you him. You think it's rust? No, I don't. No, because you don't. goal scorers, it's, it's not necessarily rust. It, it's definitely compete for that guy. Sure. And that's that's the most frustrating thing about it. Um, but the, we do have some pleasant surprise too. Bobby Ryan. I feel like I said. I was the one who said Bobby Ryan when we yeah we what, all what is that thing we do where we go through the the yeah the 
unforget don't forget about D- yeah and, yeah and, all those different things yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah our, our season preview Bobby Ryan I mean he's been a good signing but a good great signing yeah so yeah. in 12 games he has four goals three assists um but I think more importantly he seems to be the guy you know stirring the pot um basically sure. and and he's the one that's you know like like you said earlier Kyle when we were talking about the the dominant shifts where they're they're just it looks like they're on a power play. It did. He's, he's a big part of that. It seems like he, yeah. he's the guy that's that's below the goal line, right. putting pressure on the forecheck, which which is really good to see. Um, also, uh, Vladislav Nemestikov in 13 games, uh, he only has three goals and one assist, but I mean he's getting several changes. He's the guy that's man. How does he have two goals today? Yeah. You know what I mean. And I think that that's really good to see. <clears throat> Most people get nervous when you're not getting scoring chances for goal scorers. He's getting the chances. They're yeah. eventually going to start going in. They're starting to go in. It took him a while to get that first one. Um, but, I mean, other than that, this team doesn't have a whole lot going on. It, it's. Did it's, you expect a lot better than that, than this for him? I expect for, for I mean, the team in general. Yeah. I, I thought they were going to look better. I really did. I thought yeah. they were going to generate more chances. I thought they were going to generate more shots on goal. I thought their power play with, with their young talent was going to look better. Record-wise, you thought much better? Yeah, I did. You at, did? At this point, I, I thought they were going to have a hotter start. They did have a decent hot start, but then they had yeah. that massive losing streak to, to where they're, I think, only at three or four wins right now. Sure. Um, I, I saw a little bit more like six wins, maybe a little bit more competitive games. But the way that they're losing is, I think, the, the most disappointing thing. It's like just zero chances and it's zero chance of, of being in a hockey game like right. you know that they're not going to win a game just because their chances aren't there you're hoping that they luck into yeah. making it close one goal game like they did today against florida it was just and that's I where I, that's where i do lean towards coaching is is they don't seem prepared they don't seem ready to go and i i don't know anything else to blame yeah i don't i think i'm jaded because i didn't I've not watched a ton until tonight watching with you, and it and was they, like they look good, yeah. And they should not have lost that game. Yeah, that, no, that that was one of their better games. Was it, it really yeah. was? I so mean, it, last yeah. game against Florida when they won four to one, that was a really, really good game. Um, this game could have gone either way. I thought, I thought Florida had enough chances that uh, you know the Red Wings didn't look great, but they also had had more shots on goal. I felt like, and it might have just been quality chances. I haven't looked at ex- the exact numbers yet. Yeah, um, they had some quality yeah. chances tonight, it, which is yeah. good to see. Is Florida any good or not? Yeah, they're very good. See, yeah, actually, the, the, the loss like, the, the loss of the Red Wings their first regulation loss of the season. So they're they're was, a solid yeah, team. Okay. Yeah, right. um, all these Florida teams just doing work. Yeah, right. It's almost like the things are open there and they yeah. can live normal lives. They're just loving it. Just uh, loving life. <laughs> exactly. I bet you that has a lot to do with it. And I, I don't want to go too far, but like I think that has a lot to do with like a guy like Mantha. He's still young. He still wants to just. Be a professional hockey player, going out to bars afterwards, you know, going out to the clubs and having having fun, having fun, and yeah. and he can't do that. He's probably just stuck in his his hotel room, and it, and that sucks. And, and a lot of these guys, and right? it's four degrees outside. Yeah, so <laughs> you're sitting there, and it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but but anyways, I mean, you do have some expiring contracts, and I think that's really the focus. Just like the Pistons, it's it's about rebuilding. The Red Wings are still at that point, um, expiring contracts that have some potentially trade so february february 24th is the trade deadline um you got darren helm uh on an expiring deal i don't think he brings much valuable or value to to a winning hockey team uh you have a diamond he's a dime a dozen type of guy like nobody's going to trade for that guy unless he's part of a just a package deal it's sad um valtteri philpola same thing it's just 
the game passed him by. I, I think his veteran presence might be intriguing to some, but it's not worth anything of value. Did, did, he, get, did he get a cup in 08? Uh, yeah, I, I believe he was, he was on the team. I, bl- I believe he was on the 08 team. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I Sorry, think so. Don't quote, thought. don't quote me on that, but <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure he was. Um, but here we are with, with Luke Glendening expiring contract, decent salary. The, the nice part is it was that the timer that I was, that was the timer. That was you 10 told minutes me so. already. That was 10 minutes and 30 seconds actually. Holy smokes. I got a whole nother page <sighs> to go here, but, uh, I'll, I'll zoom here, zoom through it here quick, but Luke, Luke Glendening, <laughs> Um, I feel like this is the year that he's going to get moved. His, his contract isn't beautiful. He's a little overpaid for what he brings to the teams, but the Red Wings can retain salary. I, I really think he is going to be traded before this deadline because he's the type of guy that every team needs to win a Stanley Cup, but also a lot of teams have that guy already. So oh, sure. it'll be interesting to see if the right fit kind of kind of evolves. Um, maybe an injury opens things up for him that he can get moved um, but other than that, it's just like he's not going to bring a ton of value. But I think that's that's going to be the story of, of as I keep going down the list here. Not a ton of value, but you package them together, you could get a lot of value. And then also it's it's quantity it is a massive thing for the Red Wings. And it depends on what hole a team needs filled, too, to yeah. a certain extent. Yeah. I wish I had that. That's what she said. But like it. <laughs> I think it's on there, so. It, sorry. Yeah. I just I wasn't <laughs> fast enough, was I? Um, I could see some value for Glenn Denning, no? Yeah, no, I, I think you could see some value. I do. Somehow. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, you know more about it. But high-end return, that's where I get a little concerned. Yeah, you know, okay. it, it, You're not going to get a first-round pick for the guy. Could you get a second round possibly with the right package and right retaining salary? It kind of gets all messy. But yeah. I think the really big, the most intriguing player uh, on an expiring deal is Bobby Ryan. We By brought far. him up earlier. He could come in and fill a third-line role on a really good hockey team and be a goal scorer that they are looking for. I look at a lot of teams looking at Bobby Ryan. He's on a $1 million deal or $1 million salary that the Red Wings can contain if they want to, but also in it's it, it's expiring. Um, and I think he's going to he's going to be lighting up the, the, the phone lines for in Detroit. How old is he? Oh man, you throw me. Oh, out. Sorry, I I don't know much about I him say at he's all. Around, he's he's the same age as Sidney Crosby, same draft as Sidney Crosby, so I I think thirty four. Okay, that would so be my guess. Thirty three, thirty four. He's 34. in the twilight. Yeah, he, he's getting close, uh, but he certain, still yeah. brings a lot of value. Like I said about what he's doing for Detroit, is he brings he's stirring the pot. He he's that guy that's that's making things move. Yeah. And if you can get that guy on a third line, cheap deal for for a team Do that's you, already at the max of the cap. Yeah. Like this is the guy that they're going to be calling for. Do you think move him? Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah. Because what what I look at with Bobby Ryan is is go back uh, three or four years with with uh, Thomas Vanek. We signed him on a one year deal, traded mm. him to I want to say Columbus. I, I could be wrong. Um, you got something at the trade deadline. Expiring contract. He re-signed for the Red Wings. You did it all over again. You traded yeah. him again. I feel like nice. Bobby Ryan yeah. really likes it in Detroit. He likes what's happening. He likes his role. Where I think you could trade him. Go to a contender. He would love that. Yeah, have sure. a chance at, at the Stanley Cup, and then next year, maybe resign him. Do it all over again. Continue that rebuild. Pay for your rebuild. Yeah. He's going to cost a little more than a million next year. I guarantee you that. That's what I did on Doggy Coin. <laughs> yeah, do- yeah. I sold. You know, I got all my money back out and still. Have yeah, a I ton haven't of, do- yeah. <laughs> done that. Yeah, I gotta. <laughs> I gotta sell my sixteen dollars worth. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> yeah, then I'll then I'll be sitting good. But anyways, <laughs> I I really look at him 
as as the big piece for for the Red Wings here as we approach the uh, February 24th deadline. I really like him. Uh, Patrick Nemeth, at first glance, I really didn't like what he could bring. But then you go back a couple years at uh, uh, Nick Jensen when we traded him to, to the Capitals. I think we got a, a second-round pick. Um, and I think we got a player, too. I think it was Madison Bowie. Um, but I, I don't think he's, he's a Nick Jensen quality. But if someone's going to pay for a Nick Jensen, maybe you could get something of value, maybe package him together with a Luke Glendening type thing. You never know what you could get for something like that. Same thing with Mark Stahl. He hasn't really done a whole lot to deserve um, to be on a contender, um, but a lot of people pay for for defensive um, veteran presence, especially going into the playoffs. So it'll be interesting to see if he, if he brings um, anything at the deadline. I, I'm really excited to, to kind of see how it leads up. What are we? Today's the the ninth, so we're not too far away. A couple weeks from from the trade deadline, and uh, it'll be interesting to see. But um, Jonathan Bernier was the only other one that I thought heading into the season that could bring some value, uh, but he got injured and, and that, that kind of went out the, out the window there. But um, that's, that's kind of where I'm at with the Red Wings, other, other than the fact that I think you got to look at what Eisman has done previous to this. Um, he, he has He's uh, sitting good. Yeah, he has six picks in the first yeah. three rounds. So let's say um, Bobby Ryan's going to fetch you a second round. Well, if you give him, if you give that team a third round, you can make that easily a first round pick. You know what I mean? So you yeah. can move up 30, yeah. 31, 32 picks if there are, is, is, even is a draft this year, which we'll get into that here in the near future, I'm sure. Um, but, I mean, you have those extra picks that you can throw at other teams to sweeten the pot a little bit. Maybe get a yeah. little bit more of a high end pick and, and kind of rebuild that way. It'll be interesting to see how Eiserman looks at quantity versus quality. Um, heading into this year, the next couple of years in in the midst of this rebuild, rebuild. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I like what the Red Wings are doing. Um, I don't like the development so far. It's hard to be excited about it, especially when you don't have a farm system playing. I know the Griffins just started, but it's not that exciting here. Yeah. But uh, that, that's kind of where I'm at with the Red Wings. So um, what I did want to do is, I mean, yeah. If you want, do you want to do a sound effect? Wait. I thought I could play them both at the same time. No? Uh, some of them you can. Some of them yeah, you can. you've got me. You got me I, handcuffed over I here. I do. I yeah. do. Uh, but we do have. <laughs> so, anyways, this, this is supposed to be more fun with with multiple people here. But to, right now, it's just me and you. We're gonna make this. Fun. I, to be. You think we can make. Did this you not see Ryan's phone? No, I didn't. So Ryan is a hundred feet from his house. <laughs> yeah. But. He has the his wife is at the hospital with his son. Yeah. So he's got the nanny cam going and all of a sudden <laughs> there was his daughter. <laughs> so his face first into the camera. Yes, like, she was. Hello, yeah. Dad. Like, yeah. hello, please come home now. So he was I, I it, didn't yeah. see it tonight, but I've seen that several times. Have you? Okay, yes. As he's over here and over here. watching sports and yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. But anyways, today is National Pizza Day. February 9th uh, celebrates one of America's all time favorite foods. Uh, whether it is thin crust Chicago style deep dish or anything in between, pizza is an American favorite. I think we all love our pizzas, right? Oh. Is, that, is that fair to say? Go to. I know go-to. one person that doesn't like pizza. Who? That's, uh, Micah's daughter, Sloan. She claims she doesn't like pizza. I think she just likes the attention oh, of that's not just, liking pizza. That's just an age thing. You yeah. So? I don't know I how mean, like a kid couldn't like pizza. Right. Oh, my kids will crush it. But they, I, I yeah. say that, and then also my my daughter doesn't like 
macaroni and cheese, which seems a little strange for. for but that's what I mean. Like too. as they get older, like so maybe she's it, yeah, it, yeah. The taste change, but once you're like what ten or older, like. You love pizza. Yeah. You love it so much. Oh, like, I, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's so hard to not eat pizza. But anyways, what I wanted to do is I, I wanted to fill our banana boats or, of our favorite pizza um, fast f- or pizza chains, basically. So this has to be chain. It doesn't have to be chain. I mean, it can be local if you want it to be local. Okay. It can go I, either way here. I thought through it, and I'm trying to think more chain, right? Because um, I'm not like a Pizza Hut guy. I'm not a... Um, yeah. I would generally go to the smaller, the smaller chain. You know what I mean? Yeah, like local. Do you have yours? No, I don't. But while you're thinking of yours, I did want to throw some stats out that I found online. Yeah, so pepperoni yeah. is the most popular pizza at 36% of all pies ordered. Um, also, over 3 billion pizzas are sold in the U.S. each year. Um, add another 1 billion on frozen pizzas, which I thought was interesting. Uh, in the United States, 17% of all restaurants are pizzerias. That's pretty interesting. It is, Because yeah. a lot of people sell pizza even though they're not considered a pizzeria. So, like, True, good point. Pretty much everybody yeah. has some kind of pizza, right? Yes. Um, and then Americans consume on average 23 pounds of pizza per person each year. Is that right? Yeah, I feel like I'm probably like, <laughs> like 90 pounds of pizza each year. If you really think about that, don't you feel like that's under? <laughs> well, like, it feels pretty low. Over but, a year? But I mean, you also got to count the infants that don't eat pizza yet. That's true. Right? So yeah. Like yeah, I got a five or four or five month old, and it's like, well, he's not eating pizza. Like, <laughs> yeah, like I'll eat his. I'll have his. I'll <laughs> eat his twenty three pounds <laughs> right? worth this year. Easy. <laughs> yeah. Easy. I feel like it. It seems low, de- definitely. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, there. So I looked up a, a few ways to observe National Pizza Day, other than starting your own podcast, just to talk about pizza at some point. Um, but basically, it said have have your favorite pizza. Uh, whether you visit your local pizza place or or make your own, uh, you'll be ce- celebrating National Pizza Day your way. I mean, try something new, mix it up, mix up your toppings, try a new sauce, or get some crazy crust. All right, so I, I disagree with that statement right there. Why, Why ever change up what you like on your pizza? I feel like pizza is like the perfect example of what I like is what I'm going to get. Like, I'm not sure. going to switch things up just for the heck of it. I yeah. I know what I like. What do you like on a pizza? I like meat, personally. I guess sure, it. sure. Yeah, yeah. Is there something, like, what do you like on your pizza? Um, yeah, I don't not change it up. So I'm not a change-up guy. You're not? No, if I'm going to spend money on something, I'm going to make it make sure I like it. Right, but is <laughs> that the, is that the, the same here. pizza every time? Meat lovers. Okay. That, that's what I do. I don't do anything goofy. So I will change up according to my mood or whatever I'm feeling, right? But I but there's still a framework within with what which your, I stay. What is your framework? Like so one one pie I really like. Um onions, green peppers, sausage, pepperoni. It has a it has a name. There's a I can't think of it. Supreme? No. Because it doesn't have like no mushrooms. Yeah, I don't like mushrooms. Um Shoot, my wife would know the name of it too, but we get that from like Lacaris. Okay. Um, which are, do you want? Do you want to start doing the? Yeah, yeah. Is that is that one of your go to? That's one of mine, Lacaris. Lacaris. And these are no order, right? That's more. Yeah, no order. Yeah. So well, and Lacaris, I can't remember if it was two or three years ago, but they won from M Live Best Pizza I'm in not Michigan. Sure I've ever had Lacaris? No. No, I don't think so. It's very good. Very good. Family owned. There's one like Naps Corner in. 
almost Rockford, I guess. Or no, I guess that'd be Grand Rapids Township. But And then Hudsonville has one now. Um, great, great people over there. Um, ah, I just can't think of the name of that pizza. But but sometimes I'll just get pepperoni. Yeah. Like I love just a, the simplicity of pepperoni or the simplicity of cheese. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you on that. Um, like, on the, at least on the cheese. Sure, like, but meat lovers can be a little much to me sometimes. Like, really? Like, what are you talking, meat lovers? Uh, pepperoni, sausage, bacon. Those are my three. Okay. Yeah. Which the bacon? I like. I like bacon. I like bacon on pizza. Yeah. But I feel like there are certain pizza places that don't do bacon correctly, mm-hmm. and it, it ruins the pizza mm-hmm. at times. Um, for example, one of my favorite chain restaurants. Papa John's. I love me some Papa John's. Is that Don't a put banana? some bacon on that. Is that a banana boat? That is on my banana boat, yeah. Oh, do you want like, me to finish mine before you go to yours? Let's just go back and forth. You want to go back and forth? Yeah. Let's so just change got, it up. Let's do it. I mean, back this and has forth. been a crazy night. We, <laughs> so let's just, let's just people, do People are in the hospital. Of, <laughs> people are like, yeah. Let's do things out of uh, order and mess me up even more. Even <laughs> worse. I like it. Let's, I love it. Yeah, so I would say Papa John's. Probably that's probably my my favorite go to of of the chains, like the actual nationwide chains. I think the thing with Papa John's is you also get a lot of value. Yeah, right, you know what I mean. Like yeah. it, it, I yeah. I really like their pizza. Their crust is so soft. I love that about it. Um, but also the garlic the garlic dip that they come that comes with very the, good. That is one of the best. And they send you that pepper. You've ever done. Yeah, the pepper. The pepper. I never love eat the it. Pepper. Oh, you eat I, the pepper. Oh, I love the pepper. Do you really? Yeah. Man, I usually give it to my dad or something. My dad's a pepper guy. But you don't like spicy? I like spicy. I do. But you don't like banana peppers? I love banana peppers. So That's I don't what know, it I is. Don't, I don't know why I never <laughs> eat it. Just taking a bite of a banana pepper just never seems to make no, sense for it me. Does, you don't like it. Okay. Okay. All right. So I so you had Lakari's. I had Papa John's. Okay. With as, as next, a chain. Yeah. It doesn't have so you, to be chain? It doesn't have to be chain, but okay. can you like throw your favorite chain out there? At chain... Least? It's a local chain though. Is that okay or not? Uh, if it's not, if, it, if, it, if it's a non-local chain, <laughs> um, I guess out of the big ones like Pizza Hut, Papa uh, John's. I'm trying to think of it. Oh, Hungry Howie's. Hungry Howie's. Because I love like if you get a Hungry Howie's, uh, get triple Cajun crust. <laughs> oh yeah, Trav just went six to midnight. He loves him some <laughs> triple he? Cajun. But you go triple. That is spicy. Oh, oh it's yeah. hot. It's hot. Like Trav likes that? Oh, he loves it. Which really? is weird because he doesn't like a whole lot. No, he's like chicken tendies and... Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, he doesn't like chicken. Or, oh, that's right. He's very picky on his food. But like, Trav Cajun didn't make sense to me. But he loved. Like, I guarantee you, if, if he listens to this, which he, I'm sure he won't. Um, but, <laughs> I mean, honestly... If he ever knows that you love triple Cajun, he's gonna be like, "All right, let's order a pizza together." Oh, he, he's just gonna I like hang it. out I, with you just to order a pizza. It's so good. So he's Cajun. gonna order it next time. Do you time. like it or not? I do. Yeah, I do. Okay, I, th- yeah, yeah. I feel like the triple's a little much. I like kind of like double. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I also like. I think Hungry House is solid. That might make like if we we're talking strictly chain, I think that could probably fall. It, it, yeah. I think it deserves to be on my list. For a chain, it's fun. It, it's yeah. good pizza. What it I is. don't like about it is how small the pizzas are. You get an extra large, mm. and it's like. No, it's like sixteen inch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's it. It's like, no, that's that's not. That's yeah. mine. Um, like that's not a shareable pizza. No, right. I'll just eat this myself. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Um, um, the mitten. So hungry. Oh yeah, that's a, that's a really good one. Is like so many. And what are they called? The pizza flight. Oh yes. Uh, Which one's your favorite from there? Hog heaven. 
Haven? No, Heaven? Hog Heaven is yours. So good. Yeah. Wow, well, there's a spicy one that's... That's Hog Heaven. No, it's even hotter, though. Isn't there one with, like, jalapenos and... Oh, yeah. Um, oh, man. Oh, I can't think of it. The Mint has some really good pizza. They do. Even... Uh, yeah. I also... I, the um, <laughs> It sounds dumb, but the mac and cheese one is so good. With, like, the fried oh, mac yeah. and cheese. That's pretty and the, solid. And, and, yeah. I'm not a big yeah. mac and cheese pizza guy, like, because I had it at I'm generally not either. at one time. Oh, I've never was, had that. You've never had CeCe's? They no. have a really good buffet. I mean, it's it's solid, but... Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, mac and cheese on pizza seems a little strange, but it's not bad. But Mitten does a good job of it. They do. They yeah. do. So, can I keep Hungry Howie's on yours, or, or is that not on your... Do you have it, more? If I had to pick a major chain... That would be it. Yeah. But you have yeah. something that could replace it. I do. All right. So I'm uh, gonna... no. <laughs> yeah, I do. All right. So I I just I'll cross it off your list. Okay. I'm going to go with Alfano's. Alfano's so that's really is close by. So good. I knew you'd pick it. That's why I didn't. So, I hope they're not listening. Their customer service is not good. No. Every time I go in there, they seem annoyed that I'm there to pay for my pizza. You should hope they are listening because I'm sure the owners would be like, uh. <laughs> yeah, we got to get this. But anyway, like, it, they're literally like a mile from my house. You guys so are that's spoiled. That's like kind of the go to. You guys are for, spoiled. For our house and, yeah. and, and uh, my Ryan's. parents. My parents order all the time, which is fine. They have such good pizza. Just, I, I have a hard time getting past their customer service, but their pizza is good enough to, to overpass it. So. Can you order online? Possibly, yeah, but you still have to go in and pay for it. That's true. I don't pay for a delivery very often. Like that's no, I, like, I go get it. Like, yeah. yeah, it's yeah. like no, I'll just leave ten minutes early and and go get it myself. But yeah, that's fine. Yeah, uh, but I I don't know. They're just not. They're not nice people. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. know why. They're probably really nice people. I should probably take that back. But they're just not happy when I'm. I've I'm been in there, and it's like yeah, like you're inconveniencing them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which is disappointing, but. Other than that, their, their pizza is really good. So, all right, what, what's your next one? Vitali's. Vitali's makes a good pizza. Uh, which which is a chain. There's a ton of those around Michigan. Yeah, at least in, yeah, in yeah, Rapids. Yeah. yeah. When they go a little east. but Do they? It, it, yeah. Um, just phenomenal. And if you yeah. order a pizza from them and you tell them to cook it well, like- I le- have- Leave it in a little longer. Yeah. Oh. Well done? Yeah. All right, so I've never asked for a pizza well done. Oh, I do Never it all the time. Never once in my life. Every pizza I order, I ask for. But it I remember, time. so I, I played hockey at, at Davenport. But like, I remember, like, all of these guys went to Vitalis all the time, and they're like, "Ask for it well done." Yeah, ask for yep. it well done. Yeah, I'm like, I'm nervous to do that. <laughs> like, right. But I, it's funny that you say that. Yeah. Well done, because that's something that they've said uh, for a very long time. No, and we generally order online from Vitalis if we do. So you just write it in there. Hey, pizza well done, yeah. please. And they, oh, it's just it's got the crisp on the bottom and it, yeah, dynamite. Do do other places do that? Yeah, I do it like every place I order a pizza. Really? From. Next time I order pizza, I'm gonna ask for it well done and see what happens. I feel like a lot of West Michigan places undercook pizza. Yeah, and you get it doughy. I wonder if Alfano's would be mad if I asked. For I've it done well it to done. Alfano's. <laughs> well, I've done was it. it yeah, good? it was very good. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I feel like that's one that undercooks a little bit. Do much, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you can't have it, it is, like you where you pick up a slice and it falls over and the whole the cheese falls off. <laughs> yeah, and you have, you have the crust. <laughs> yes, that's You're all you have. The crust yeah. Like, oh, all right. Okay. Well, okay then. Yeah. <laughs> you have kids crying because they don't know how to eat it. <laughs> I don't know that from experience, but me, um, me neither. Another one on my list, and I don't know if it's a chain, but is it Fricano's? Ah, uh, you took my number that's your, one. That's your number one. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Fricano's is so good. Uh, there is, I think, three or four of them. 
All right. I love that place. And I don't get it nearly enough. Like, the, how thin it is. It's so thin. So, so thin, thin, so crispy. So cri- yeah, and like the yeah. the crust is just like so light. Yes, but oh, it's so it's it's, so it's very greasy on top. Very greasy, but so like light and crispy below. Oh, where are we ordering pizza from after this? Ricanos. <laughs> <laughs> We're driving to Holland. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's the close. No, uh, Plainfield or yeah, there's Alpine, one, Alpine or Plainfield. Yeah, one of those two. Yeah. yeah, it's Alpine. I think you're right. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I Fricanos, so good. That, I know you always tell me don't put them in order, but that's but number, that's <laughs> yeah, number that's one. That's number one. <laughs> All right, so your your four is Lacari's, Vitali's, the Mitten, and Fricano's. Yeah. So far, I have Papa John's, Alfano's, and Fricano's. I think I got to give some love to Pepino's. Yeah, they Pepino's are. Pepino's does a really good. good, and and obviously people on the east side that are listening won't won't know Pepino's. They they probably don't know half of what we're talking about. Uh, the Mitten they don't know, but Pepino's. They make a solid pizza. One thing that I really love about um, Pepino's, and this we haven't had this in a very, very long time, but you can order a sheet cake size pizza. That's right. And it's yeah. the deep dish, so crispy around the sides. It is. They make a real, true, like a really good Detroit style pizza, which I, yeah, I, I, I yeah. rarely get. There's nobody good over here that does it. Well, that one well, place just Jet, opened. Jets does a decent job, but it's just not. <sighs> it's not, not the same. same. No. Yeah. You, yeah. They're they're your typical chain. I feel like they're, it's, yeah, it's not yeah. good. And the deep dish jets is so it's just all bread. It's all yeah. dough. It's all yeah. Yeah. If if anybody's ever listening and hasn't had Pepino's deep dish, um, Detroit style pizza, you I highly recommend it. It is so good. You can get a one footer, a two footer. You can get the whole sheet <laughs> yeah. cake. Which that's my favorite, especially <laughs> right. on a weekend. <laughs> That'll feed me for a day or two. Yep. yep. Uh, but yeah, so those are our banana boats of our our favorite pizza, pizza chain, pizza day, pizza national, national pizza, pizza, pizza day. day. Celebrate it. I know it's gone, but I mean you can celebrate all week. You it's can kinda, so, you can still like order. a birthday. Just just celebrate all week. Yeah. Everybody, everybody does that now. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um. But I did want to talk a little bit about betting hero. So. Uh, for the people that that are just getting into sports betting, before you sign up for all of these different uh, national um, betting platforms, go to bettinghero.com, sign up, put in promo code MIBETS. They they will have all the best promos out there for you. I know the Super Bowl's gone, but you got March Madness coming up, and you got a lot to bet on right now. You got basketball, college basketball, NBA basketball, um, hockey. Baseball's right around the corner. There's always fun stuff to bet on. There's always <laughs> fun stuff. I was actually I was showing a coworker today. Uh, so I, I signed up for MGM this past week uh, using Betting Hero. They had a great promo, promo for you. You get a free, free. I think it was up to $600 bet in the moment. Whoa. Yeah. So if you lose it, they'll give it back to you. But um, he, was, he was asking me about it. And he goes, yeah. I, he, he brought up that you could actually bet on like casino games. So you can do blackjack. I saw and, that, yeah. And like roulette, and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, you can do that. Yeah. I, I go over to him. Like, so you just go here, you go to the roulette, and I go, I'm <laughs> going to throw $5 on black. Sure enough, I won. So I was like, yes. yeah, yeah. So I got him to sign up. Another co-worker signed up as well. He said he was playing uh, blackjack on the pot. So good <laughs> I <him>. love it. <laughs> this is so good. But, uh, yeah, I mean, bettinghero.com, I think, is the place to start. If you don't know – what you're doing for this mobile betting, they will make it so much easier for you guys. Uh, I think that's the thing. If you want, if it, like, 
if you want to try this for the first time, you want to find out how to play for free. Yeah. They're the ones who are going to tell you how to basically play for free with house money for the first X amount. Yeah. While you figure out what you're doing, which is what I'm doing currently, (laughs) because I've never Sam and Trav and and you guys all used to talk about. And I was like, I have no idea what they're saying. But that's the thing. Like, if you're just learning, just getting into it, that's the place to go. Yeah, I I really I really enjoy the sports betting. I I think I um, am probably enjoying it a little too much. Um, but I saw your app may be too much. Yeah, <laughs> a, little, a little bit. And I'm, I'm looking for my phone right now. I'm, I'm trying to did you throw it again? I, I'm sure I did. And I, I'm trying to find my, my phone because I had my, my um, Wednesday parlay in there that I wanted to give to everybody. Is that the one that one of the games got voided? Keep talking, Kyle. Can you can you just tell everybody? Who was the about what it? was got what got canceled? Uh the Flyers game got canceled. If someone could tell us if the Flyers game got canceled <laughs> because of COVID nineteen. It must have been. But anyways, uh what I wanted to do was was give you a little bit about my my uh my uh Parlay. Parlay, but I don't have that with me and I apologize for that. Uh we we've had a, a really rough day here. Um, <laughs> Trav was supposed to get some picks in. He he wasn't able to do it. So, anyways, what what I wanted to do is have some fun, uh, with with some Vegas futures. Some fun with futures is what I called it. So, what I wanted to talk about fun. was we had uh, three different uh, odds here, and I wanted us to pick out which ones we we would take if we were part of this. If we, if we were going to put some money on it, which we might, you never know. So what we're going to do is, is start with uh, some fun with futures, 12 to 1 odds. Uh, some I got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. I don't know. doesn't matter. Anyways, I got some 12 to 1 odds that I'm curious of which one you would put your ear. Is there any on. way to make this interesting between the two of us? Do you want to? I feel like we should. There's uh, there's three categories? Three categories. We got a 12 to 1 odds, a 40 to 1 odds, and a 100 to 1 odds. So let's start with the 12 to 1 odds, okay. right? All right, so we'll start with Michigan basketball title, winning the, the NCAA title, yep. Michigan basketball. You got the Maple Leafs winning the Stanley Cup. You got the 76ers winning the NBA championship. You got the Rams winning the Super Bowl next year. Or you have the Mets winning the World Series. Now, this all has to happen next year. Yes, this upcoming season or yeah, or, yeah in the middle. Wait, of it, in the so. season we're in currently in, yeah. Or okay. or the Rams winning it obviously next year. Next year, Mets sure, sure, it. that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So at wh- their next opportunity, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which one do you lean towards here? The the Mets are not going to win a World Series. Yeah, that's I I agree with that. That's kind of um, like probably bottom of my list. Yeah, right? I don't think the Rams will. In the current season, the 76ers do not have a chance. I feel like um, just the state of the NBA, they probably don't. They're one of the better teams. They right are a great now. team, but yeah. Um, Maple Leafs, I, I'm not going to give. <sighs> I want Michigan basketball. Yeah? So you want Michigan basketball? Yeah. You have to bet against me. I got to pick first. All right. You can bet first this one. I'm going to go with, instead of the Maple Leafs title, I'm going to go with the Rams, mm-hmm. Super Bowl champions. Is that. Are I, you making I mean, notes? Yeah, I am. Okay. I mean, I I'm gonna go with the Rams because I you guys know how much of a Stafford lover I am. That's just kind of how I roll. Yeah, that's true. I didn't. They think got about Stafford. That. They're uh, ready. They're all in. So I'm gonna go. Right, I'm gonna go right. Rams. You got the idle Michigan basketball team who hasn't played in three weeks. Doesn't matter. Two you, weeks. You get to March Madness, and none of this matters. All right. So do I go first with forty to one odds? You do. All right. 
It's fun with futures, 40 to 1. You got MSU basketball title, Phoenix Suns a title, uh, the New York Rangers winning the Stanley Cup. You got the Gators winning the NCAA football title or the Nationals winning the World Series. Uh, <laughs> look, Michigan State has not looked good. I get it, but I'm not going to not. I'm going to take them. It's you Tom are? Izzo. It's Tom Izzo. Oh, I I'm, would I'm not. definitely not taking the Suns. I'm definitely not taking the New York Rangers. No. I'm not taking the Gators because of Jarrett. Um, and <laughs> I, I just don't think the Nationals are good. I, that's probably my second pick, but I'm okay. taking MSU basketball. Okay. I don't even know if I would have. You wouldn't have taken? Really? They just look so bad. Okay, so if you have that one, the, the Suns are awful. The Rangers are awful. <laughs> um. The Nash, the the Yankees are going to win the World Series. So, <laughs> give me the Gators. You're taking the Gators, huh? Yeah. All right, you got the Gators. If if one of these happen, like, what are we going to do? I don't. We, that, we need other? to figure this out. Something like a hundred dollar not bet on the air, other? but it, like a hundred dollar bet against each other. Let's do that. If well, I'm one, sure it, none of them will happen. If one if of these happens, do. it's a hundred bucks. A hundred bucks. Yeah, giddy up. All right, let's do it. All right. All right, so you have the Gators. I have you still MSU owe me, basketball. You owe me dinner somewhere. Yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> we got a lot to talk about. Uh, we do, right, yeah. <laughs> All right, so fun with the futures. This is our last one of the day. This might be a stable. Who knows? Uh, we got 100 to 1 odds. Uh, we got Michigan football winning the NCAA title, Atlanta Hawks winning the NBA title, Lee Westwood winning the Masters, or the Royals winning the World Series? Ooh. Like zero, right? Like, I I mean, know. But that's why it's 100 to 1 odds. But I if, know. Right, right. If you had had to pick, you had right. to put $100 on one of them, which one would you pick, Kyle? The Hawks don't look great. Um, Lee Westwood's not been relevant. For, I, I, hate, I hate to pick <laughs> Michigan still, again. Has, he even won? has, has Lee Westwood time. ever even won a, a major? I think he might have a major. No, it, does he? I'm not sure. It doesn't seem like I had wasn't it. there a couple of years where he was really relevant. He was really good. I don't think he ever sealed the deal though with a major. Uh, I, I could yeah. be wrong. I could be wrong. I, give me Michigan. I think it's the biggest wild card. Um, but it's a sport that things can change. Quickly, I'm also not right? in the middle of that season. So like, <laughs> what if Michigan opens up? Sorry, we're talking football, right? Yeah, football. What if they open it next year and they're just like a a brick house like, right I don't, yeah who knows you never know. like we're it, it coming out of covid so, year yeah, we're coming out of so quick yeah in, in football like or college football it's like yeah i, I think that that's the right pick um for me there's zero percent chance the royals win the world series Mm-mm. zero um i don't know a whole lot about the atlanta hawks so I'm just going to take a flyer on Lee Westwood. Just take Westwood. <laughs> I mean, might as well, right? Uh, it kind of makes sense. But, I mean, that, that's kind of <laughs> – I don't know. Well, I think if we had multiple multiple people here, it might get a little more fun. But <laughs> that's true. We uh, had fun. But at least, you know, I mean, right? we're going to – hey, we got three bets here. We got 100 bucks on this. What if all three happen and I win 300 bucks off of you? That would be crazy. I will pay up. What I'm going to take 100, 101 odds on it, though. So you owe me – Oh, we didn't play by odds. They're a thousand dollars. No, I'm just kidding. I feel like we should find a way to dumb down the odds, but then do <laughs> right. the odds like, like the top one is a hundred, the next one's two hundred, the next one's three hundred. Perfect. <laughs> Let's <Deal>. do it. <laughs> one hundred, two hundred, three hundred. Is that what you said? I like it. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. 
It is time to grade our Michigan beers for this episode, but before we do, I want to once again remind everyone of our partner, Siciliano's Market. They're simply the best beer store in West Michigan, located on Lake Michigan Drive, right between Grand Valley State University's main campus and downtown Grand Rapids. Wherever you live in West Michigan, it is worth a short drive for what they have to offer. Whether you know what you want or you need some help from their expert staff, Siciliano's Market is the best place for that. They not only have a massive and up-to-date inventory of the best craft beers from across our great nation, they're individually priced so you can mix and match to build your own six-pack. Along with their great selection of craft beer they have specialty wines spirits ciders coffee tea tobacco and cigars they also have the largest selection of homebrew and wine making supplies in west michigan we love that siciliano's market is part of the state of my sports family and is who we visit to help us choose our michigan beers for each and every episode so please check them out and let them know that we sent you awesome 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 that is uh time to grade our michigan beers kyle let's do it what what are you drinking over there (laughs) lake king American IPA uh, from Big Lake Brewing. It's kind of a lighter beer, which Sam knows that I like. Um, very easy to drink. Not overly malty for an American. Uh, seven point if four. <laughs> Is that a question? <laughs> so, yeah. I thought it was going to be a seven point six. But I had a hard time a- getting this one because I would definitely buy this. I would. Uh, yeah, this is a gr- this is a good beer. This is like sitting around watching football, eating pizza. Yeah. Beer right here. What about 4. like sitting on a boat fishing? Is that is that a good? Like, oh, 100%. Fishing? I don't even yeah. know. Do you, do you fish? Yeah, I just don't have much time for it anymore. And yeah. I'm not good at it. Yeah. Like I, I, would, I would need everybody to do all the work for me, and I'll just reel it in. Yeah. Well, that's a good place to be in. Like I cannot. <laughs> I'm, I don't know if I could ever. I don't know. I don't, I don't like dirty fingers. Oh, I hate dirty fingers, but like, <laughs> like you just like. You got to take it with a fish and then just wash it. Yeah, I, I don't know. I I'm not a big big into the the fishing, but I I, I really should be. Trav Trav's been trying to get me into it for a while. So he's he, big into it, isn't he? He tries to be. He he's got a boat, be. doesn't he? Like a small, like a well, two, yeah, but, two person, but yeah, like it's bigger than like one, a, bigger than the one I got. <laughs> yeah, that's, a <laughs> that's a good point. All right, I am drinking from Upper Hand uh, Brewery. It is in Escanaba. I said Ypsilanti. We'll see what it is, isn't it? Like, Which isn't that definitely in the south? Yeah. Yeah. Escanaba, Michigan. Uh, they are a sisterish company of Bell's Brewery. Bell's. Which yeah. is pretty cool. And and as soon as they told me that, I was like, oh boy, they have to have some good beer. Yeah. And drinking this uh tropical piney IPA. I'm a big fan of this beer. Tropical tropical and piney? Yeah. I like it, it's, it. it's it's really a, a a really solid beer. You put those uh, together, seven I mean, percent. Yeah, uh, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, seven percent alcohol <laughs> by volume. So actually, it even says on the can, it's a division of Bell's Brewery. So oh, that, nice. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, very cool. I, I've seen them a lot on my my Facebook and stuff like that lately. And then I was like, I was talking to actually Micah's dad this this past weekend at, at Sloan's birthday party. Micah's Micah's daughter. And he goes, hey, have you heard about this upper hand? And I was like, oh, no kidding. I, I heard about them. They were all over my Facebook, but I, I haven't seen them in stores. Oh, well, then you Cicilianos, found it at Cicil- Yeah, yeah no kidding. was like, hey, we if have If anybody this has here. it, they have it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I saw it. I was like, boom. I actually even set one on the porch for, for him to pick up when he was out this, today. So he, he got to try one as well. So Micah's dad? Micah's dad, yeah. Nobody, you never sent beer out for me on your porch? <laughs> it's all out there for you, baby. Oh, it's still out there now? Not that one. Oh, okay. I, I drink all of the rest of them. Yeah, but, you did. Um, I, I, I do like this beer. It's a very good IPA. Um, 
It, it, it's just, it's exactly what it's supposed to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's not this amazing tons of flavor type IPA. It doesn't, like, it's not underwhelming. It's, like, right in the middle. Yeah. It is exactly what it's supposed to be. I'm going to go with an 8.0 for, for this IPA. Nice. I, okay. I, think it's, I think it's really good. Uh, but what a, what a crazy day. What it was a crazy, crazy one. day. We started late um, for for uh, bad reasons, but rightful reasons. Um, and and it, it's just I, I appreciate you sticking it out, and I appreciate everybody was, for watching was, and yeah. listening. It was one of those nights. It was. <laughs> you got kids getting hurt. Nothing you can do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate you sticking it out and, for and, sure, and man. making for this sure. happen. Episode ninety three. Thank you all for listening. Thank you guys for watching. We'll talk to you next week, if not sooner. Sponsors, the House Brewing Company and Cafe, Siciliano's Market, Mac Web Design. Also, thank you to Paradise Outlaw for allowing us to use their music for our introduction, Detroit Hustle, and for our out six feet down. <laughs> <laughs>